in the region as well as the usual developments in the SPL. With me as always to bring closure to the year is Arab News Sport Editor Ali Khalid. I'm going to have a look over the latest domestic action conclusion of the FIFA Club World Cup in Jeddah. But AK, we have new world champions. Hi Peter, good to be back. Uh, yes indeed we do. Uh, congratulations to Manchester City who are the 2023 FIFA Club World Cup champions. We thought they'd win it uh, and, uh, and they did. Uh, Comfortably beating Fluminense of Brazil 4-0 at King Abdullah Sports City Stadium in Jeddah. They've been there for like the last few days. You know, obviously, we, we it, it uh, invariably ends up being the European champions against the South American champions. No difference this time. Uh, we And obviously, once it got to the final... For now. Respect, for now, yeah. <laughs> um, we hope that changes in the future. Uh, Julian Alvarez scored in the first and 88th minute. You know, he bookended the comfortable win, as we said. Uh, the, there was a good own goal in the 27th minute from Nino the, from Fluminense. I think, you know, that kind of like killed the game in a way, you know, 2 0 up at 27 minutes. You don't expect City to fall, uh, um, you know, to give that up. Uh, Phil Foden made it 3 0, you know, with about 20 minutes to go in the match in the 72nd minute. Um, um, Again, as I said, all in all, really what we expected from the final. But, you know, a great 10 days in, in Jeddah. Uh, you know, fans got to see their, their own Etihad uh, team play. And then Ali, of course, uh, um, yeah, from Egypt, plenty of fans uh, in Saudi Arabia for them. Um, you know, just uh, obviously like a wrap-up of the week. City had beaten Orawa Reds of uh, Japan 3-0 in the semifinals, while Fluminense had knocked out uh, Al-Ahli uh, two, uh, with a 2-0 win. Uh Still, plenty of Arab interest, of course. We we Saudi champions that you had. Was the Fluminense as... result a, a, a surprise to you, Ali? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, Al Ahly played well, you know, and uh, you know they they they've got a bit of a <laughs> uh, like a sort of a Club World Cup semi final jinx, you know. They yep. can't seem to go past that uh, that stage, you know. Um, uh, you, you know, it, it was. I don't. I wouldn't say Alahli were favourites, but you know, you you would think of you know. I fancy them. Not, yeah, not, not, it would not be a massive shock, you know, if they if they win and and or you know, it might be a slight surprise. And and I think it's time that you know Alahli like make that step up. You know, um, look, they had they had uh, they'd had there was that great in the uh, all Arab clash between. Uh, Al Ahli and Al Ittihad, of course, the hosts, uh, the Saudi champions who entered the competition as hosts. Um, uh, you know, uh, Al Ahli obviously won three-one. Uh, some disappointed Ittihad fans. Uh, I know at Arab News we interviewed a few of them. People were saying, you know, they'd really hope that they may make that step uh, as Al Hilal have in the past into the semi-finals, but it wasn't to be. Al Ahli beat them. Um, and look, Al Ahli, you know, they lost that game to Fluminense, but they did finish on a high note. Uh, uh, you know, they uh, after losing the, in in the last uh, four, they at least claimed third place. Uh, they yep. beat Orawa four uh, two, so that was uh, 
and a good way for them to end. Uh, but look, I mean, just a quick note on Al-Ahli. They've now reached six semifinals of the Club World Cup, uh, including the last four, in, you know, incredibly. You know, and, you know, obviously they are, you know, one of Africa's, if not Africa's, you know, most successful, uh, biggest and most successful club. Uh, they've released, uh, like I said, um, six semifinals since 2006. And unfortunately, lost all of them, you know. And, you know, like there's talk of a, like a jinx. They need to break that jinx. But, you know, look, we know that at that level, you're going to hit either a European team or a South American team. So it's tough, you know. Uh, they've done well in the third place playoff matches. You know, they won in 2006, as we mentioned, uh, in 2020 and uh, in 2021 when they beat uh, Saudi's Al-Hilal, of course. And, um, and this year, you know. So, look, you know, I think they are... Doing, um, they're, they're doing quite well, you know. But we, like I said, we, we we hope that one day they make that step into the final. We do, and hopefully that day will come very soon. Inshallah. Okay, great stuff. Moving on to the Saudi Pro League, a couple of big results in the last few days for the leaders, Halal, and their nearest challengers. And I've got a Stephen Gerrard question for you, but take it away, Ali. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, some big wins. For the top three, uh, starting with leaders Al-Hilal, they thrashed Abha 7-0. Sergei Malinkovic-Savage scored the, the first hat-trick of his career. Perfect hat-trick, no less speed. You know, left foot, right foot, header, great. Uh, and yeah, Textbook. And yes, of course, Alexander Mitrovic scored. This time from a penalty spot, he always does. Uh, and there were further strikes from uh, Salim al-Dawsari, the brilliant Mohamed Nkano, one of my favorite players. Uh, and uh, Ruben Neves. Uh, look, Al-Hilal look unstoppable. We've been saying it for a week, Pete, and and they just keep on winning and winning and winning. Uh, you know, we can't write Al Nasser and Cristiano off just yet, uh, but they are ten. They, they're ten points behind at the moment. They have played one game less, uh, but they, you know, so they they maintain that ten point gap with, with having played the game less. With uh, um, they beat uh, Steven Jaras Al Ittifaq three one on Friday night. Teles, Brozovic, and Ronaldo on the score sheet. Another important win, uh, but it's just. They, you know, Al Hilal keep on winning. You know, like you know, waiting for Al drop yeah. points is is demoralizing. You know, and, and we've seen it over the seasons. Um, and look, Al Nasser really can't afford to fall back any further, even with that with that game in hand that we mentioned. Gerard, look, they, the Gerard team needs reinforcements and fast. Can I ask you then, on that note, Ali? And we've 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 been surprised already. It's a brutal league because of of of, of what what's at stake. And mm. what they wanted, you know, they were on the international stage with the world's best players and the world's best coaches in this league. He's eight or nine without a win. Is there pressure on Steven Gerrard? There is. There is. I, I, I feel like he's, you know, so far, like, I feel like he's got uh, the backing of the club, you know, and he seems, you know, relatively calm, you know. Uh, I don't think he's showing the pressure, but, you know, there's got to be pressure. I think maybe there's an understanding that uh, he he's been unlucky with injuries, you know. Like we know, we know the Musa Dembele thing really affected him. Gerard had mentioned it a few times. Without him, you know, a lot of those draws that we spoke about, you know, they went through like to draw after draw after draw, could have been turned into wins. You know, look, losing to Al to Al Nasser and Cristiano Ronaldo is no great shame. You know, I mean, this is, no. you know, you, you you probably expected that to happen. But, you know, look, inevitably, in any league, in any high-profile league, if you do go like nine or ten matches without a win, there's going to be pressure. You know, I think Jared's handled it really well. I think the club has been, uh, like, very supportive. And, you know, so close to the transfer window, maybe, you know, they, they're, like, just waiting for that to happen. Reinforce the club, you know. I mean, look, we, we, everyone's been in the summer mentioned was, like, you know, all the spending, all these, you know, foreign players, the influx that's coming in, you know, 
will that continue in January and all that? I, I personally think that in a lot of cases it shouldn't. You know, they should give the players that are there the, 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 and the coaches, you know, time to settle and really get a system going. But in Gerard's case, he really has been unlucky with the, with the injuries. So, yeah, I think, I think, you know, getting in a couple of players, you know, get, definitely getting a forward, uh, you know, who can get him some goals and quick, uh, could turn it around for Etihad. So let's hope so. Possibly, I mean, I possibly punching above early doors as well, you know. I mean, if, yeah, you, look, yeah. if, if you level it out over over the course of the season so far, they're gonna. you, you would say, OK, Gerard's done a great job, but because they went off like a train, maybe maybe there's just that little bit of disappointment in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's no question the, the results have like have uh, flattened. No, I mean, there's that period with a lot of... Uh, you know, the, a lot of matches that they might have won with, with like a full squad, definitely with Dembele playing, they're drawing. And then there's all like a lot of games against the, the very top clubs, you know, as, you know, with Al Nasser, you know, in, the, in this last game and they're losing. So it, it's fine margins, you know, you can make a case okay. for them. And it's certainly made case for, like, if they are, they get some reinforcements, I think they can get back into like, uh, you know. I can rest easy now. The voice of reason has spoken. <laughs> but listen, I mean, we we mentioned uh, you know seven nil for uh, um, uh, yep. for Hilal, three one against Ittifaq, big win for Al Nasser, Al Ahli as well uh, in third place. Uh, you know, four nil win away at Al Hazm. You'd expect them to win. Uh, another goal for informed Saudi forward Firas Al Brakan. We've been talking about him quite a lot recently. Uh, we uh, had a great piece on I mean Arab news as well. Could be the you know like uh, one of Mancini's uh, winning cards in the upcoming AFC Asia Cup. Really, like performing really well for Al Ahly. You know, a club that has forwards like you know Alan say Maximum, Riyad Mahrez, Roberto Firmino, and others. You know, like and Al Brakan is, is is coming in and really performing well and scoring goals. So you know he's he's proving a bit of a trump card for them. So he scored again, as did uh, Mahrez. You know, uh, look, Al Ahly are in third. They are. They seem to be like the best, the best of the rest for sure after the the top three, but they are uh, three behind Al Nasser and thirteen behind Hilal, you know. And and so you know, can they get back into? It would take a, a massive drop in in Al Hilal's form for uh, for Al Ahli to get back into the title race. Um, so all in all, you know, three comfortable wins for the top three uh, champions Al Ittihad, who have been involved in the Club World Cup, of course, haven't been playing. Uh, they are falling further and further behind, but they've got a couple of games uh, uh, coming up soon. Um, but, you know, even with those, you know, it's uh, they've left themselves a mountain to climb, really. OK, it's time for that time of the week where we welcome our special guest. And what a special guest we've got who's with us uh, from the UAE. Uh, welcome, Jimmy Gamal. Jimmy, how are you? I'm doing good, Pete. How are you doing? Very, very well. We've been excited about this all week, haven't we, Ali? Yes, we have. Uh, Jimmy, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please, I mean, uh, you know, you're obviously, um, um, you know, involved in, in football uh, on a coaching side. Please tell our listeners exactly what you do and what you're doing at the moment as well. At the moment, I'm a performance director of Pyramids FC uh, here in Egypt. Uh, we are in UAE here to play the Super Cup, Egyptian Super Cup. Uh, I used to train, like, to be individual training trainer for, uh, like, uh, elite players here in the Middle East and uh, and Bobby Clark in England, uh, a lot of players in Saudi and uh, in Emirates. So, and uh, I have coached before uh, many clubs uh, in Africa. Um, I think um, this is a little brief, like, what I'm doing here. Yeah. Jimmy, I know you're... Uh, you're Just going to jump in as well, Ali, if I may. Jimmy, didn't you do some stuff in the Premier League with uh, with Aston Villa? 
Yes. I've done uh, like very good two we uh, two months with Aston Villa. Uh, was really good in the to build and the launch the performance department in Aston Villa. Uh, was really exciting, uh, like uh, to to be uh, with Aston Villa at the moment in there. Um, it was really good, and I met a lot of uh, people, and I met a lot of uh, uh, coaches like Unai Emery and his stuff, and I like uh, his system and. Uh, his structure, he built the structure from the scratch. He changed everything in the club, even the, the youth sector. He, uh, he got the coaches uh, to work with the same philosophy as he uh, worked in the first uh, team. Uh, yeah. I, I really liked it. Brilliant. Listen, Ali, I just I had to put that in because um, Jimmy won't say it, but it's no doubt in my mind that Aston Villa are flying due to, due to our guests today. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was actually going to say anyway, like, uh, um, you know, the Villa thing aside, Jimmy, you've also like worked, uh, you've already mentioned that you've worked as a personal trainer with a lot of uh, individual players, Arab Arab players uh, in Saudi Arabia, in Egypt in, in particular, you know, so some very high profile players, especially from your country, Egypt, you know, like, uh, tell us about some of those players, you know, like, uh, tell us who you work sure. with. I work with uh, Tarek Hamid. Uh, he used to play for Itihad Jeddah, Zen Damkus, Saudi Arabia. I worked with uh, Kahraba, uh, uh, ex for Itihad Jeddah as well. And uh, uh, he's uh, like recently with Ahli. Uh, I work with uh, Ahmed Rifat, Mohamed Hilal, Karim Hafiz, uh, Abdullah Saeed here in Pyramids, uh, uh, Ali Gob, Rahmat Fathi. Um, like most of the, the national team players, uh, they work with me and they, like, uh, they do very well in here. Fantastic. Um, Jimmy, we will, we're going to get on to uh, your work with Pyramids and, of course, you're part of the um, uh, Super Cup uh, campaign that's, that's going to take place um, uh, in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, but first, a part of that as well is Al-Ahli, of course, and they have just finished playing in the Club World Cup in Saudi Arabia. They beat Ittihad uh, in in a very uh, exciting match last week. You know, like the, the fans were incredible. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, a lot of Al Ahli fans in in Saudi Arabia, and of course there was a lot of uh, Saudi fans there uh, supporting the home team. And uh, you know, unfortunately, they lost the semi final after that. And now, uh, you know, they they ended the campaign by uh, finishing third uh, in the world. Still a very very great performance. Uh, have you been keeping an eye on Al Ahli, and what did you think of their performances? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have watched uh, every single moment uh, of Ahli in Club World Cup because. Uh, our expectation is uh, to play with Ahli in the, the final cup here in the Super Cup. Uh, I think uh, the, the, the performance with the Fluminense Brazilian team uh, was really good in the first half. Uh, second half, I think, I think the, the, the experience of the Brazilian team, they finished everything with Ahli. Uh, the physical ability of Ahli, um, I think, dropped in the second half. And this is, was like shock for me. Because uh, the average year for uh, the Brazilian team was really super high. Uh, they have like four or five players over than 41 years old. And this is no good as a physical uh, requirement for the Club World Cup. Uh, next game uh, with Aurora, the Japanese uh, team. I think Ali, they have like very good performance. Uh, they, they know how to win those games. Right now, mm. they focus on this game. But uh, I think the expectation for Ali fans and the, the people in Egypt is... To, to have Ahli in the final, and this is uh, uh, the, the expectation of everyone in there. Uh, I think Ali had a great uh, performance, but um, 
we need them to play and to go f- so far because we need them to come exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, that was going to be actually my next question. First of all, the, we have to say Al Ahli. You know, we we both know that they've uh, they've reached the semi-finals a lot many times. You know, and they it's that last step that going to the final that just hasn't happened for them in the Club World Cup. Uh, we remember the days of Mohamed Abu Trika as well. You know, they used to do you know he would star at these tournaments and they would always get uh, you know close, but it hasn't happened for them yet. Uh, inshallah, in the future it will. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, you, let's get on now t- onto the the Super Cup. They will be uh, exhausted. I mean, they've played uh, three very high-profile games, you know, uh, which has to be, I mean, you as a coach, you will know how much uh, they put into these matches and what recovery time that they will need, of course. Uh, and uh, which is good news for Pyramids, you know, uh, in uh, over the next few days. <laughs> very good news for us. Uh, but for, uh, for sure, Ahli is a big club. They have uh, all the tools and all the devices and all the, the equipment to, to get like uh, um, like recovered very quick and soon they will be like uh, fresh again. I think they have like a good squad. They can make rotation. Uh, they will arrive today, I think, and they will take uh, only training tomorrow and they will start playing with uh, Ceramica. Uh, we hope we hope to, to, to get the final to, to meet uh, whatever Ali or uh, Ceramica. But first, we have the first game with Future, and this is our priority right now to, to cross this game, to pass it, because uh, we need to get a trophy. Uh, Pyramids FC like, uh, deserve to have a trophy. Uh, like the past uh, three years, they have tried so hard to get a trophy, to get the league, to get uh, any cup. Uh, it was really hard, but uh, right now we have the best quality. Uh, players in Egypt, so we need to get something. That's great to me. And also, I mean, look, you you know the region very well. You know uh, United Arab Emirates. You know Saudi Arabia very well. Uh, you know, have you been uh, you know engaging with fans? You know, we there's a, there are a lot of uh, there's a big Egyptian community uh, here um, uh, in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. So, like, do you think uh, there's going to be a lot of fans coming to, to watch these games? You know, uh, we 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 saw when uh, Ahli and Zamalik played. In the past, in Alain, you know, just the fantastic atmosphere. Do you expect the same again now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, our expectation, it's uh, the stadium is going to pack. We know that, uh, but uh, we train our players and our players have the experience already to play under pressure. So I expect like the, the stadium will be packed of people uh, because Ahli, you know, um, has uh, fans everywhere. Mm. Yeah, well, listen, you know, we're biased, Peter and I, so we're going to say good luck to Pyramids, you know, because yes. you're our friend. But uh, for all, <laughs> all our listeners, for all our listeners who are like, we know there's uh, obviously a lot of Ahli fans. And look, I have to say, Ahli fans in Saudi Arabia were fantastic. They were absolutely but amazing. We, we have yeah. Malik on our side, so it's okay. Ahli with Zamalik. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Ahli fans, you know, I'm sure there's going to be many of them uh, here as they were in in, uh, in Jeddah, uh, and they really were fantastic. You know, very colorful. The game, I I really enjoyed the game against between uh, Ahli Al Ittihad, the yellow and the red flags, and and just like uh, again, it showed the best of Arab football. I was very happy uh, to see that. Uh, uh, Jimmy, just moving on. Um, obviously. Big, big tournaments coming up over here. We've got the, uh, in, in Qatar, we've got uh, the AFC Asian Cup. But of course, there's the, um, the Africa Cup of Nations as well. Uh, you know, so uh, tell us a little bit about that. What, what, what are you looking for uh, in, uh, when the tournament kicks off? Um, we hope that best for, um, for, for sure for my team, Egypt. 
we need we need to 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 do something with the African nation. We need to get it. It's not because Egypt all the time. Uh, the expectation for uh, for the fans in Egypt, or the Egyptian people, it's to get the trophy. Because uh, when we go in uh, like a nation, nation cup uh, or like a tournament, like close tournament, we really know how to perform very well. And our performance like getting so high with the matches. So with group stage, we like we used to do, like uh, to see that from Egypt. Just the first game is not the great performance, and second game the performance like getting higher. And uh, we hope to, co to can go far in this uh, tournament and to get it. Yeah, Jimmy, I mean, listen, I'm, uh, um, I'm a big fan of Egyptian football. Uh, I'm a big Liverpool fan, as everyone knows. So I'll be keeping an eye on Mohamed Salah, of course. But, you know, beyond just, you know, how fantastic he is, one of the best players in the world and all that, it would be great for Salah to win a trophy with Egypt. You know, I mean, it's, it's about time, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Mo Salah, he's fighting to get a trophy and to to lift it and to to have the cup uh, because he never been uh, in in this position before. He need to do that. Uh, actually, it's gonna help him for next year if he's like uh, compete uh, in Ballon d'Or or like to to take the best player in the world or something like that. It's gonna help him a lot. Uh, Salah helped a lot of players here in Egypt, and I think uh, he's really good ambassador for Egyptian players. To, to go overseas, everyone speaks right now about the quality of Egyptian, and we, we really have uh, very good qualities uh, in Egypt. We need just uh, the, the good opportunity to have those players to play overseas and to change the mentality. And this is what actually, when I came back from USA, this is what I want to change. When I have a team or have a player, I want to change his mentality or the mentality of the team. This is the, the, the priority for me before the physical or the fitness ability. That's great, you know, and, and uh, it's a great uh, point uh, to end on, uh, Jimmy. You know, we know you work with, how hard you work with players individually. We know how hard you work with the with pyramids. And in the past, we've had uh, conversations with you. Unfortunately, we don't have the time to like go into details, but we know that you you work very closely with the players to improve their performances across all aspects. You know, from the physical, mental, and all that. So fantastic stuff. And uh, Jimmy. Peter always puts everyone on the spot at the end. Um, and with you, no exception, two things. The, first of okay. all, the Super Cup and then the African Nations of Cup. Peter, take it away. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, we're going to ask you. So obviously you're involved in the Super Cup. It's a, it's a tough one, Ali, for, for Jimmy, because obviously he, he wants to remain. Uh, it, it's a difficult one when you're involved. In it. Yeah, 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 he's involved. Right. He's, there's, no, there's no escape. So we're going to ask you, Jimmy, uh, give us a, a prediction. Uh, can, for, for overall in, in the Super Cup, but also give us a, a prediction for who you see possibly being the uh, taking the glory in, in the African nations. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, like Peter said, it's a bit unfair to ask you that. We, we still will ask you about the, the Super Cup, but definitely we're interested to see uh, your views on the African Nations Cup. Okay, about Super Cup, we will play so hard. We will do like whatever we can. To get this trophy, as I told you guys, we need to, to have a trophy in this club. We deserve that. Uh, and we prepare very well for this, uh, the first game. Because we think about the first game, th uh, like uh, at the beginning, this is the first thing for us. Later, we can think about the final or the... We'll okay. see what's going to happen in the first game. And uh, we hope to win this trophy because we need it. About African Nation Cup... For sure, I need Egypt to, to, to get the trophy for all the Egyptian, and I want Mo Salah to, to have this trophy in uh, uh, his profile. Uh, but we have 
uh, Nigeria, we have uh, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, we have um, uh, uh, Senegal, we have a Cameroon, we have like really tough uh, competition. We need to to be disciplined. We need to 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 prepare very well for um, this tournament. And I think uh, Victoria he uh, has announced announced the 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 the, um, the African uh, squad for uh, Egypt. Um, and it was surprise for everyone that he has Abdullah Saeed and uh, uh, he's already retired, like internationally retired from the national team. Uh, but I think I think if he got Abdullah Saeed with him. It's gonna help very good. The the like uh, will be helpful for the attacking uh, side of Egypt because Abdullah Said he knows everyone in in uh, in the attacking uh, uh, side. Uh, he knows Mo Salah how he move. He knows Zizou how to move. He know how to put the ball uh, between the lines and behind the lines. So I think I think uh, the squad of uh, Victoria it's really good, and I hope. Egypt can win this tournament, but we have, I told you, we have like a beast here in Africa to, to compete. Fantastic, Brilliant. Jimmy. Absolutely Thank you so great. much. Listen, awesome to catch up with you, uh, ladies and gentlemen of, of, of Dowry. Uh, the fantastic, the one and only Jimmy Gamal. Thanks so much, Jimmy. Thank you, Pete. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ali. Absolutely brilliant there, Islam, Jimmy, Gamal, uh, Ali, always great to catch up with it. And, and, and a great coup for us to have a coach, uh, you know, a performance coach currently uh, on the show, uh, right in the thick of the action as well uh, th this week. So um, great, great to have him on and some some fantastic insights uh, as well for, for, for our listeners. Uh, OK, look, uh, what are we going to be looking forward to, AK, in the next few days? Well, we mentioned Al Nasser are uh, 10 points behind with a game in hand. That game in hand is, of course, against Al Ittihad, uh, you know, uh, who were busy with the Club World Cup. The match will now be played on Tuesday night in Jeddah. A, a big match, you know, a, a massive match for both clubs. Massive. But really, I feel more for Al Nasser, you know. Obviously, Al Ittihad want to bounce back, want to get into the groove of things in, in the league. But it's a bigger match for Al Nasser. I honestly can't see Al Ittihad getting back into the title race. They are 22 points behind leaders Hilal. And even with two games in hand that they have, you know, this is as close to an impossible task in Saudi football as possible. You know, watching Hilal win when and when you know week after week uh, you know we, we've seen it season after season as well uh it's uh it, it, i can I, I can't see them even if they go off the boil i can't really see them dropping that many points for uh it had to come back into for al nasser of course they gotta keep going uh but you know there's not much margin for error they've got that game in hand and this game in hand and if they win it they they're seven points but that's you know even for, for al hilal that's that's a good cushion you know uh but yeah. it, it keeps that two-horse race that we've been talking about between Al-Hilal and Nasser. Of course, it had, even before that, they've got a, uh, they've got a, uh, an, another match uh, against uh, Rad, you know, because, you know, because of their involvement in the Club World Cup, they've fallen two matches short. But, uh, yeah, so the big one, Tuesday night, it had back at home uh, playing against Al-Nasser and Cristiano and, and everyone else. And I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be, look, I mean, whatever happens, there's going to be, I mean, I don't want to say like tough consequences, but like, you know, whatever the result is at the end, you know, at least one club is going to be almost like, you know, 100% out of the title race. 
I spoke to a very good friend of, of, of Arab News and yours and, and mine and former coach, Lee Clark, this weekend. And we were talking about football in general. And he just came up with a perfect phrase to, to say what you were just saying. There's no more a cruel game than football. And uh, yeah. it, 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 we were having that conversation this week. Uh, listen, I think you've got away with it, but you haven't. Uh, a prediction from you, please, for the big game. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, yeah, I just said, like, you know, whoever loses this match, um, I mean, a draw is no no good for either one of the clubs. No. Whoever loses, I said 100%, uh, uh, you know, out of the Tata race. I think, to clarify, I think al Had would definitely be uh, 100% out of the Tata race. Al Nasser would still have a chance, but, but you know, 10 points behind, same number of games, that would be really, really tough. So for that reason, I think Al Nasser have a little bit more to play for. al Had, you know, will obviously, you know, give it their all, I think, in front of their own fans coming off the Club World Cup. They'd want to get back into the swing of things. They'll be going for it, you know, uh, as as we would expect them to. But purely in terms of the title race, I think this is a massive match for Al Nasser. They are going to go all out for it. I think it'll be a very, very tight game. I'm, but I'll go for Al Nasser win, only because they they need it more. Uh, uh, Etihad won Al Nasser too. And he even gives us the score. There's not many that can do that, you know. Uh, brilliant stuff, as always. Listen, that's it for another episode of Dowry. Uh, we wish everyone a happy holiday period. And, of course, we wish everyone luck, whoever their team may be. And we'll see you on the next episode. Till then, have a great weekend. 